The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Democrats in Virginia want to set aside federal stimulus funds to give bonuses to law enforcement officers. As Ben Pavier reports, Republicans are pressing them to move faster. Virginia State Police have over 330 vacancies. Some local sheriff and police departments are also struggling to keep officers. Republican Senator Steve Newman represents the Lynchburg area. In my area, we are losing police officers to the trucking companies, to the trucking companies, because the pay is just so much greater. The budget drafted by Democrats does offer immediate bonuses of up to $5,000 for some officers. It waits until next year to take action on overall compensation for law enforcement after the state does a study on officer retention. Democratic Senator Janet Howell. We will be able in a much better way to deal with this if we just delay till we have the results of the study. There's some disagreement among Democrats at the size and scope of the bonuses. They'll need to work out their differences before passing the special session budget. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Virginia DMVs may have to open up their doors to customers without appointments under a proposal passed by the state Senate on Wednesday. Some lawmakers, like Republican Senator Jill Vogel, said their offices have been flooded with calls from people trying to get DMV appointments. We are making people's lives miserable. We're causing huge, huge uh, holdups for businesses, and we're clogging up the system. Some Democrats argued against the idea, saying it would put state employees at risk at a time when COVID-19 cases are rising. The plan still needs to be approved by the House of Delegates. Richmond City employees are now required to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Mayor LeVar Stoney announced the mandate yesterday, saying employees have until August 18th to submit proof they've received at least one shot. We think it's necessary to keep our employees safe and also give confidence to the residents who are interacting with our employees on a regular basis as well. The requirement is for city workers, including the fire and police departments, but the new rule doesn't apply to teachers. Stoney says any mandate for teachers would have to come from the school board. The mayor added the city has not tracked how many of its workers have gotten the vaccine already, but he said anecdotal evidence suggests around half of city employees are vaccinated. As reported by the Richmond Times-Dispatch, a number of area restaurants will require diners to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test before they sit down to eat. Mayor Stoney told reporters yesterday he supports these efforts. They should be recognized for taking the proper steps for keeping their employees safe and keeping the public safe, too. Stoney says that he hopes many restaurants will follow the lead of Long Oven, Godfrey's, Nama, and others in taking extra precautions to lessen the spread of COVID-19. Virginia's current positivity rate is 6.5%, up from 2% just a month ago. A new exhibit coming to Richmond features restored musical instruments recovered after World War II. Violins of Hope will be on display at three local museums through October. The exhibit features a collection of violins played by Jewish musicians during the Holocaust. 
Violins of Hope is being held in collaboration with the Richmond Symphony Orchestra, which will present a number of concerts featuring the violins. The first one is today at the Virginia Holocaust Museum. For more info about the exhibit and concerts, visit violinsofhoperva.com. The Virginia Department of Health has lifted its recreational advisory for the James River from Robius Landing Park to Belle Isle. Rivergoers were told to stay out of the water following a sewer line break that dumped 300,000 gallons of raw sewage into Tuckahoe Creek, a tributary to the James. The line has been repaired and is operational again. VDH still advises avoiding contact with the water in Tuckahoe Creek south of River Road. Testing found elevated bacteria levels there. They say to look out for a few things. Foul odors, dead fish, discolored water, and advisory signage. Bacteria counts in the creek are expected to return to safe levels within a week. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Wednesday, August 4th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.